Who does the yard work in your family? Does your wife enjoy doing yard work? Do you enjoy doing yard work? We're going to talk about that today. Stick around. Welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast, where the journey is the destination. It's the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. We're your host, Daniel Bonnie Hoover. Hey, I hope you've had a great week. It is officially summertime. I'm not sure about if it's official on the calendar, but man, when June hits around here, it is officially summertime, and we've had some really pretty days. Beautiful and hot, and we have been outside most of the time, um, whether it's at ball fields or um, just doing something outside with the kids, sitting on the back porch eating dinner, or mm-hmm. doing something that I actually really like, and that is some yard work. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoy doing yard work, which might sound strange, but it's kind of stress relief for me. But we have had... It's traditionally thought of as the man's role, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, traditionally. Um, but growing up, I mean, you know, I uh, like cutting grass. So we've had quite a few conversations around here this week about um, yard work and who does the yard work and who should do the yard work and shouldn't do the yard work. And it's been interesting. We, we had a little, uh, come to Jesus meeting. I don't know if I'd call it a fight. Maybe it was, a, it was just an aggra- it was aggravation. It, it resulted in a conversation. So we need to frame this up and we need to explain. We need to go back a yes, few years. We need to go back like 10 years, talk about 10 this. or 15 years really, because yeah. you know, when we first got married, we both kind of did the yard work or whoever wanted to did it. And, I would cut the grass some, you would cut it some, just depending on what the day looked like. Well, we used to travel in the summers and be gone for weeks at a time. And so when we would come home for a break, our grass would be a mess. It'd be tall because we we didn't hire anybody. We were cheap. And so we'd come home. We'd try to just manage it ourselves in between trips out. And so one time we came home and, man. I don't know. It, it was short of knee deep, but it was it was tall. Yeah. yeah. And um, I actually had bronchitis. I yes. was sick. I was coughing. It was awful. But With the yard asthma. had to be done. Yep. yep. We had an old push mower, and so Bonnie said, "I'll get out there and do it." And I hated for her to have to do it because yeah. it was it was an ordeal. It was tall. It was thick. It was one of those where it was gonna. It was going to... It needed to be bagged. Yes, and the lawnmower was going to choke out, and you're going to have to back up and crank it back. I mean, it was just bad. Yeah. But you got out there and you did it. Yeah, it needed to be done. And I was like, you are not coming out here breathing this dust with bronchitis. We would... We don't... We can't afford another doctor bill on this thing. So, so in the process of that, I'm almost finished with it. I'm bagging it up, and it starts raining. Pouring down. And... I look across the lawn and a couple of my, our guy neighbors come running across the lawn and start helping me finish it up. I'm standing inside feeling like <laughs> an idiot. I mean, like an abusive husband. Yeah. Just so, I mean, made me feel like a, like a, I can't even say it. And so I walk <laughs> out. And what did, what did my okay, neighbors okay. say? This was the comment. So demasculated. De- that I mean, just. made me, that has it's lived in infamy for me for the last 15, 12, 15 years. Me it's too. killed just. me because it put the, the end to my yard working days. It sure did. Yep. So I walk out and one of my neighbors, they're just like, Daniel, this is, this is wife abuse, man, yeah. making her do the yard like this. 
Yeah. And I know he was joking, but he wasn't joking. And and we tried to explain, I'm, he's sick, I'm sick. And they're like, oh, yeah, all right. So I was not allowed to be seen doing work in the front yard for the next 10, 12 years. I did. Years. I, was, I was so frustrated. Yeah. I was so, I felt so horrible and so much not like a man. I looked at Bonnie and I said, you can never You're do done. yard work again. Yeah. Well, and, and I was so frustrated because you got to understand, I love yard work. It's. To me, cutting the grass, we I call it weed therapy, like getting out and weeding the, the weeds out. It's Bonnie's personality, she's very much a, a box checker. Yeah. And she loves, it's kind of like painting a room. She mm -hmm. can see it from beginning to end and step back and see the project done. The yard work is very similar. Also, she's kind of, an, you're an introvert. Mm -hmm. So pulling the weeds, doing the yard work, you're just kind of by yourself. Well, that's the one place I'll tell you, moms, that's the one place your kids are probably not going to follow you. It's very true. <laughs> they will leave me alone and let me have a few minutes of headspace if I'm doing yard work, unless I make them get out there. And a lot of times we do, we, we do it as a family. It's kind of a family yard work day if it's a big project, but I really enjoy the yard work, I, and it's just relaxing. Now, when Bonnie says weed therapy, we're not talking about <laughs> no, <laughs> smoking no, weed. It, I, like, pull the weeds, <laughs> and it's I see something from start to finish, and it's therapeutic We're not living in Colorado me. here, okay. Yeah, because parenting's very open-ended, but um, pulling weeds is, is very close-ended. You can see something from start to finish. And so, anyway, all that to say, I really have enjoyed it. Well, in, when quarantine started, for the past... 13 years though I have not been allowed to do the the yard work but there was one day I was like I've got to get out of this house but we can't go anywhere and I, and you said I'll tell you what if you want to you can get on the ride and lawnmower you asked me yeah I said can I because I was going into the office some at yeah. this point so I was able to kind of get out yeah. get away we were kind of there was like a handful of us at the office so we were social distancing and Bonnie said I, I just need to get out can I can I cut the grass and uh and we have a ride and lawnmower so it's you know it's fun and you were like, yeah, you can do that. And I was smiling the whole time. It was fantastic. Well, after that, I had gotten permission. So I just kept right on doing it. And you didn't just cut the grass. <laughs> you started trimming the shrubs and you started edging and you started, listen, and guys are listening like, I don't see anything wrong with this. <laughs> this is a man's dream. Oh, well, and I don't like housework as much, but, you know, I, I really do like you know, doing the yard work. So, so this week we caught up on the backstory, but this week I got out, I trimmed the shrubbery while my whole goal was to have it done by the time Daniel got home from work, the kids and I were going to clean it up, move it all to the, you know, get rid of everything. And it was going to be done. It's going to be a nice little surprise. Well, the, the long, the, um, wheelbarrow handles were broken. So the clippings, I couldn't really move them. I had to wait. And, uh, well, then so, we hired a friend uh, for the first time in our entire in, in years yeah. to come and to see to uh, to help our grass grow in the front yard, not to cut the grass and you know do the lawn. Well, care, take out a few trees in the backyard. Yeah, just some do stuff. some some yard stuff yeah. for us to help us uh, help our grass grow and get rid of the weeds and all that kind of stuff. Well, we didn't know he was going to be doing the treatment as quickly as he got to it. And so there were still the clippings. I mean, from the shrubbery on the grass, I'm like, Oh, I, I got to so, get up and so get So I that. look, I'm getting ready for work. I look out the window, he's outside and I'm inside and Bonnie <laughs> once again, seven in the morning is raking up clippings, putting them in the wheelbarrow and hauling them in the back. And I'm like, 
once again, I feel like this emasculated, <laughs> is that the right way to say yeah, it? Husband yeah. whose wife is out doing the work and I'm I'm about to pull off and get go to the office. Yeah. And I come and I'm frustrated and I start, you know, clipping yeah. them, put, putting them in the wheelbarrow and hauling them off. And I was like, what's wrong? I got this. And, and I just kind of, I, I kind of went off a little bit, you know, and I'm like, you're just taking everything over. I'm just frustrated, you yeah. know, and it led to a big conversation. Yeah. And it, but it led to a, an even better conversation later. So that was a very long introduction today to say that today we're going to talk about something that I don't know if it's an argument at your house. I don't know if you've got this whole thing handled, but we're going to talk about how you share household chores. All right. This is our call a kid segment. It's where we call a kid and we ask them questions about marriage because they know everything anyway. All right. We're calling Harlow. Let's see if he answers. Hello, Harlow. How are you? Good. Okay, we you are on our Marriage Adventure podcast, and we've got some questions about marriage. And you're a pretty smart kid. We thought we would get some answers from you. You ready? Yes. Okay. First of all, tell tell everybody how old you are. Five. Five. Five years old. You're old. So smart. So you should know this stuff. All right. Let me ask you this: How old do you think you should have to be to get married? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. All right. You okay. live in Mississippi. That's good. All right. Good. So one day when you get when you grow up, do you want to get married? Uh, maybe like a couple of weeks or something. Maybe like you'd be. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Harley, do you know who you're going to marry? What? Do you already know who you're going to marry? Not yet. I don't. Not yet. Good. Okay. Good. Well. Tell me this, what kind of dates do you think that married couples go on? Um, Where do they go when they go on dates? I haven't planned it yet. Oh, you haven't planned it yet? No. You think you'll take her to a fancy restaurant? Or a vet. Yeah. 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 What kind of girl do you think you want to marry? Pretty. Pretty. That's That's a good answer. Yeah. You do want her to be pretty. What do you think would be the coolest thing about being married? Uh, Got a good answer. Getting a kisser. Getting oh, a getting kisser. a kisser. That's my awesome. favorite answer so far, Harlow. You're a smart kid, Harlow, and you know what? I know that whoever you marry one day is going to be a lucky girl. Thank you so much for telling us about marriage. That's right. We've learned so much from you, Harlow. You have to be 15 to get married, and the best thing about it is kissing. I agree. <laughs> have a great day, buddy. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Well, today we're talking about sharing household responsibilities. So I'm the youngest of four boys. So I, growing up, I never, I never really knew a world where my, my dad did all the yard work. Uh, I mean, he did yard work, but, uh, but us boys always <laughs> had to cut the grass and we had these massive shrubs that went all the way around our house and that, if I think about something from my childhood that I hated, <laughs> it, teenage years, it was cutting those shrubs. Mm. And so us boys, we always had to take care of the yard and do all that. And dad did the fun stuff in the yard. Like he had flowers and azaleas and he'd water those and he enjoyed that kind of stuff. So for me, doing yard work wasn't fun. Um, but uh, but you had 
a, a yeah, different experience. I, yeah, I grew up in the country, and um, we had a, a riding lawnmower. And you had now, tractors. Yes, but now traditionally in my family, my mom, they had very traditional roles. My mom did all of the housework and the cooking, the cleaning inside, and my dad did all of the all of the outside stuff. I mean, until we got old enough to do it. Then we took over the outside stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But um, my favorite thing was getting to do the the cutting the grass. Now, I'm talking about like five acres. I mean, I would get on the on the lawnmower, get it. But, but see, Bonnie, that's what they write country songs about. I mean, that's <laughs> why they, John Deere is in all the country songs. Exactly. Because that's fun, yard yes. work. Getting on the John Deere, driving in the country. Yeah, I mean. I can see that. You know, but, I had a push mower and a weed eater. Uh, so Yeah, but see, I loved it. And that's why. It was so fun to me, but this is an argument for a lot of couples. Who does who does the chores? I mean, because some some people have grown up and seen, okay, the the wife is going to do all the cooking and the cleaning in the house. The husband's going to do the yard work, whether we like it or not. That's the way things are because that's just the way they've seen it done. And then you've got other couples who are like, okay, we're going to share responsibilities. Um, then you've got to then it gets even more complicated. Okay, we're both working. Who mm-hmm. does what? Or one of us is working and the other stays home. Then how do the chores fall? Um, so it's it's something that a lot of couples argue about. And if and sometimes they don't argue about it, but they just aren't happy with how it's arranged, but they go about life and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So the question comes up, and, and it really has nothing to do with just yard work today. But how do you work through this as a married couple? Because um, maybe it's non-traditional, and the wife loves doing the outside stuff, and uh, and the husband likes to, you know, doesn't mind doing the laundry and doing the inside stuff, or vice versa. Or maybe you're equalitarian, you know, you each do an equal part and kind of jump in. Mm-hmm. So how do you work through this? And we've got a couple of uh, talking points here. So the first thing is you've got to sit down and talk about it. That's kind of a ribbon that runs through a lot of our podcasts I've seen. Yeah. Just communicate. You have to have the conversation and don't just assume. And I think that was our issue that once you gave me permission the one time, I assumed you were okay with it going forward. And um, we've always just done things a certain way and that I, and I'd never really had the conversation with you and told you how much I enjoy, not just that I enjoy it, but it breathes life into me to get to do the yard stuff. Well, and, and I'm going to be transparent here. Part of my issue with that, when you took the yard stuff over was you, uh, and this, this may not be, this may just be a uniquely us issue. I don't Mm -hmm. know, but you cook every night. You love cooking, Mm -hmm. right? And you're a great cook. So you cook every night you do the most of the, I mean, long, the day-to-day household chores, and I, you know, there's some stuff that I do. You share a lot of that daily, but I mean, the deep cleaning stuff you typically do, and now and then. Or make the kids help with. Yep, and uh, and you keep the checkbook, and and you're now you're doing the yard, and I'm like, what the crap do I do? <laughs> you know, I mean, and so that was part of it was. Man, she's just, you know, I, I feel I don't want to be that guy that's not pulling the load. And uh, and that kind of was a lot of what our conversation was about. Yeah, but then there was the, that side for me that several years back when we made the decision that I was going to stay home, I feel like I get to stay home. And I've got all this time. So if I'm not doing these things, what am I doing during the day? For me... The kids are getting older now. I mean, at first there was not any extra time. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't. When the kids are tiny and you're doing everything for them all the time, 
I didn't have time to do the yard work then. Mm-hmm. Boy, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have mind doing it then. But the the idea for me was I want to stay home to be able to take care of our family and be able to be able to take care of our home. And I felt very called to that. And you go to the office and you do work and you allow me to be able to stay home. So I don't want to just sit home and then you have to come home and do all the other stuff too. Because when you get home in the afternoon, I would much rather you spend time with us as a family because I'm a quality time person. So for me, if you're outside cutting the grass doing something I could have gotten done before you got home, I'm feeling cheated out of quality time with you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so that was part of our conversation as well is that I don't want you, it, there was something we had never said to each other. Yeah. If you like spaghetti, I can take over the cooking. <laughs> You'll just have that every night. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was part of our conversation in that. And then I had never expressed to you the fact that, cause like you, you do things like triathlons and you do triathlons and you get, you've just now started training for that kind of stuff again. And you get to go out, um, and leave the house really early and go by yourself and have some alone time like swimming and riding bicycles and um and running in places that you don't feel safe for me to do that so for me it was really good for me to be able to have some way I could leave the house and get outside and it was to have something therapeutic for me because I can't go do those things away from home because you don't feel safe with me doing those I'm like please don't make me just feel like I got to sit in the house now All all the time yeah so that was a lot of our conversation. So you've got to have the conversation. Um, it, it, it did open up a good opportunity for us to talk yeah. about that. So. Yeah. So just talk about it. If you've never had the conversation, have the conversation. Then the next thing there is just be open to non-traditional sharing of roles. There's really no right or wrong way. It's, no. it's the way that you both decide works best for you as a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're a husband and you love cooking, the wife may enjoy cutting the grass. Then, mm-hmm. then do that. Um, the my the the wife you may really love nesting and doing in inside work. Yeah, and the husband enjoys the yard work. That's great. Or maybe you both do both. Mm-hmm. Maybe you both kind of split inside work and outside work evenly. And we've had seasons that we've done that. We have. Yeah. And there's not a right or wrong thing. The right thing is what you guys mm-hmm. choose. And and listen, if if it doesn't require a conversation and it's naturally just falling into areas that you both like, yeah, then no need to have a conversation. Nope, no big deal. But if you're feeling any sort of rub or any sort of aggravation about it, mm-hmm. then you need to have that conversation. Now, I'm willing to bet that more often than not, there's an aggravation because one of the partners, one of the spouses is taking a huge amount and the other one's just not doing anything Mm -hmm. and um and maybe they're both working and that's not a fair you know balance of that well and it's and that they don't want to be taking that whole load on right there are Mm -hmm. things I like doing and that's fine it works for us but somebody might be like I feel stuck with everything and start getting resentful and feeling like look I'm I can't do all this so you're okay if I take more of the laundry over and cleaning Knock the bathroom. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Knock yourself not, out. <laughs> so it's not like you love doing all of that. No, but but it, it, there is that part for me that feels like that's part of me pulling the weight in our relationship because I do feel like you 
go and you're you're doing so much ministry and that you are tired at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a way I can breathe life back into you to not ask you to do all that stuff all the time. Well, and this this is going to bleed into another podcast and I won't sit on it. But doing hobbies is something that I don't want to interfere with our family balance and doing the workload here. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want you to do a disproportionate amount of yard work and housework because I'm out running a race or training sure. or doing something fun that's fun to me. That's not fair. And yeah. so when I do those, um, I try to I try to put them in a place where you guys don't even feel any of it. Oh well. So I, I get up really yesterday. early. I didn't even know you had gone. When you came back in, I was like, you, "You're already back." Yeah, I, I got back and got a shower and slipped back in the bed before you were awake and the kids were even up. They and had no so, idea you left. No. And so, um, so that's another thing that I think is a great thing that couples have to understand and talk about is if one spouse feels like I'm doing 90% of the workload and the other is out doing stuff that they find fun and hobbies, Mm -hmm. that's a conversation you need to have. But there's a chance you both hate all of it. (laughs) Maybe neither of you are like, "Uh, I do not like doing any of the housework. I don't like cooking. I don't like cleaning. I don't do like doing the yard work. So what then? Unless you're Monica on Friends, who really does? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, if you, what do you do then? I mean, if you both hate it, because I mean. Well, I tell you what you can do. If you both hate it, then uh, your house can just be a wreck, and yeah. you can do as little as your neighborhood will allow you to do, <laughs> and still live in the house. I mean. You know, if you're okay with that, you're okay with it. If your marriage is healthy and your house is a wreck, there's more important things than that. Yeah. Um, well, I know we know. went through a season. I mean, I loved, like, growing flowers and things like that, gardening mm-hmm. before we had kids because I had time to do that. But then we started growing kids. Yeah. And, yeah. and that we let a lot of that go for a – I mean, it's still kind of gone. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's just something that we didn't have time for. But you've got to take into account your time. And your resources in this. I mean, and if you've got the resources to hire all of that done, sure. then do it. And, we, and we're trying to teach our kids to do some of this as they get older because I don't want to raise, you know, cavemen. I want Colby to, to help his wife with the housework one day. I want mm-hmm. Josie to be able to, you know, to, to pitch, pitch in. in. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is more or less uh, it's training, training right them up to be a good spouse. And yeah. so... Uh, so that's part of it. So that's part of why we don't pay people to do it. I mean, sure. And if, we're very, we're just cheap. Yeah, we're cheap. If you've got the money and you both agree that that's how you want to spend it, no big deal. Go ahead and do that. Um, I know there was a season when um, the kids were really little. We got somebody to help us every other week to do the deep cleaning, and that was a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. And now the kids are old enough that they can help do it, and that's mm-hmm. part of training, like we said. But you've got to look at your resources and look at your time. Who's got... If you both have an equal amount of free time, mm-hmm. then you might have to sit down and divvy this stuff out and say, okay, here's a list of all the things we hate. You yeah. pick your favorite, I'll pick mine, and we'll go down the list we'll from there. the rest up. Yeah. There's some of these things that fall with natural giftings, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, there's there's a few of them, like the, uh, like the finances. Yeah. Right? I, I'm not good with numbers. I had dyslexia when I was a kid with numbers. I yeah. spent... 11 years in a special education math class because yeah. I have a learning disability when it comes to math. I can help you make really wise decisions with money, mm-hmm. but I'm not the one that's going to be responsible with 
adding and subtracting and just that kind of thing. Well, so that, was that naturally first, falls to you. That was a first year of marriage conversation that we yeah. talked about that. And it was really my parents only desire in my <laughs> wife that she be able to keep a checkbook. But that, you know, for some guys, that's a swallowing their pride thing because they feel like, it is okay, she's got to, you know, I've got to do that. I'm the man because it's a traditionally, you know, people Animal. might, and that was where we landed with this too. And I think I even said, please don't let your pride keep me from doing something. Don't take something away from me that I really like doing mm-hmm. because it's a pride issue on your part. I don't really care what the neighbors think. I know I'm like, you probably do, but don't, don't let that keep me from doing something. Well, no guy wants Sure. You know, wants that. And at the end of the day, I don't want to do something that's going to make you look bad or make you feel bad. And to be honest, the I mean, a conversation I have with Colby is, is, and and with other guys is, sometimes there's just things that men do. You know, a friend of mine and I are having that conversation the other day, right? You know, he had a conversation with his son-in-law that you know what, you're a man. You put out the trash by the road. (laughs) You don't have to make your wife do that. You know, you you lift heavy things. You you know. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's you, just what men do to help women. You open up lids for me that I can't open up jars. That's right. And I reach things on the top shelf. That's Absolutely. why you married me. Sure. So there are just some things, things you women, that you should, I think, expect of your husband. Yeah. You know, when you have a flat tire, you should expect your husband to come help and do it for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just stuff that either he needs to do or he needs to help make provision for mm-hmm. you or teach you how to do if it's something that you feel strong I mean I know my dad made us learn to change our tires he didn't want us to have to do it I'll do that listen. with my daughter I won't do that with you no <laughs> I want to train her right. to help help her be independent and when she is yes. in sticky situations but for my wife you should be able to count on me for things absolutely and I and there was a time I had a flat tire and I called you and I knew how to change it because my okay so back up to college my dad made us learn how to change the tires on our cars and to to drive a a stick shift and all of that before we got a car yeah before we turned 16 and good daddy I was in college and I had a flat tire and I called my dad who was not I mean he it would take him 15 20 minutes to get there he said well I think I taught you how to do that so I went outside and I pulled the jack out of the back of the of the trunk. I got out there and I started do, trying to change that tire. It wasn't five minutes, and two or three guys came over there and changed that tire for me. That's because you're pretty. <laughs> That's exactly what. Well, and and it was funny because he roll he did roll up to check on me a little bit later, and he said, "Well, you worked it out, didn't you?" <laughs> <laughs> he was smart. He said, if that pretty girl jags a jack out, some boy's going to stop. <laughs> and and their daddies taught them well. Yeah. Right, son, yeah. you help. Pretty, yeah. You know, you help a girl out. And, and if she happens to be pretty, then that might help you out on a date. I don't know. <laughs> but um, so there's this whole, you know, there's this whole conflict. And one of those things in me was I'm a, I'm a man. There's just some things the man should do for his wife. And in my sure. mind, that was the art. And and that's great. And I know that there were seasons when that really did serve me. Like when I was pregnant, there was no way I was getting out there. Mm-hmm. And when the kids were little, I didn't have time to do that. And that's great. And we're in a different season. And this these things may be something that's seasonal now in your marriage. There yeah. may be some things that you revisit after a while and you say, I just can't do this anymore. Or this is not breathing. If there comes a point where it's more of a chore and it's not breathing life into me and you want to take that back over, we switch roles. Right. It's fine. But I think at the, at the end of the day, a lot of this is, it comes down to a heart issue. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, am I trying to serve my spouse? Am I trying to serve you? Mm-hmm. Or am I just trying to be apathetic and be lazy and mm-hmm. take as little as or take as advantage I can, or take advantage? And it goes back to, you know, Galatians 5, 13 through 15. It says this. It says, for you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Um, And when he's talking about flesh there, he's talking about an opportunity to live according to the old nature, to sin. Don't use your freedom as an opportunity for flesh, but, but through love, and this is the key, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor, and your closest neighbor is your spouse. Yep. As yourself, you should love your neighbor or your spouse as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. And I think that's really what a lot of that comes down to Mm -hmm. is just your heart. If my heart is to serve you, well, okay, in this situation for this season of our life, I can either care that the neighbors think that I'm a lazy husband Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or if you truly want to get out and do the yard work because it's therapeutic for you, then I've got to die to one to serve to the other. Yeah. Could you please put a sign out that says, my husband's not lazy, I just love doing yard work. Well, to be honest, I've had the conversation <laughs> with a lot of the neighbors, and that's part of it. I do want to honor you, and I don't want to make you look bad. And if you feel it's making you look bad, I have had the conversation with some of the neighbors when they stop and walk by or they see me. Oh, so yeah, so this week. So we had this conversation earlier this week. The next day... I walked across the street to see one of our neighbors. He has, he has, um, he's hurt his knee. He's going to have to have surgery on his knee. His wife was doing the yard work and I was kidding with her. And I said, Evelyn, look, man, he, Frank's sitting down making you do all the yard work. And she said, see, you assume she didn't like doing it. I know. See? And and I said, well, he usually does it. I mean, yeah, he used to own a landscaping business yeah. crying out loud. And she said, Daniel, I listen. Now I saw Bonnie out doing all the yard work and cutting the grass this week. And I'm, I'm like, like uh, I knew it. Don't say stuff it. like that, Evelyn. Please don't. So get anyway, me in trouble. it's. Uh, but, but I have had the conversation with her, and, t- and I did that week tell her, "Look, I can love you make doing the this. rounds. I'll around make the, the rounds. If that helps, I will make the rounds." But maybe I shouldn't um, care about it. But so, it does come back to the heart issue. Yeah. Do I want to serve my spouse mm-hmm. by taking over things that I don't like, or letting them do things that I don't think they, you know, should do? Or am I looking out for myself? Whether it's my ego, which is mm-hmm. what my issue is, or whether it's, you know, just wanting to be lazy. Sure. You know, it either way, either that way. can work either way. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who does what. You you may have to, you know, you, you shuffle it around. It's, it's all about the conversation you have mm-hmm. and what you agree on and that you're serving each other. And there's some of those things that we do. There's some stuff you do. There's some stuff I do. And then there's some of those things that it's just kind of like a dance. Whoever gets to it first does sure. it, and we work in and out. You know, dishes are one of those. The dishwasher is one of those. If we pull on the dishwasher and it's locked, that means there's dishes in it. So yep. whoever pulls on it, uh, you know, unloads it. Yep. And it, so are there are some – whoever it's like making the bed, right? Sure. So whoever gets out of the bed last makes it. Yep. And um, so if your marriage is – working well and you like how it is don't have the conversation but if there is this inward struggle with you i think it it should you should have a conversation because it can lead to some bitterness some resentment different things like that absolutely all right well that is all for us for this week um thanks for joining us for our podcast today and um yeah hope you'll be back with us next week i've got to go cut the grass (laughs) thanks for listening 
Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Then head on over to Facebook and Instagram and give us a follow. Have a great week.